0: Left. right.
1: Thank you so much for watching. This is an interesting episode because I got pulled over the other day and I'm sharing the story of what happened to me. Um, there's a major issue with what's going on with the police and the abuse of power and the systematic racism going on in the country. This isn't so much a story about all of that. It's just me sharing my story. Um, I do want to shed light. I'm talking about it now to shed light on What's going on in the rest of the country? What's going on here in New York? Um, but listen, comment. I'd love to know your police stories. Uh, you know, I'd really like to continue this conversation about the police. So uh, go for it. Enjoy. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. Uh, of us <laughs>
0: Cheers! 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 This is SIP Talk, episode thirty, and uh, and that's where we're going to get started with the police. Uh, well,
2: tell us the story of what happened last night. That's a good. That's a good jumping off place. Not last night. This morning, and I'm
0: going to pour a drink before I do that.
2: Oh, and we need to talk about some of the comments that we ignored from uh, Tuesday.
0: Oh, yeah, I got, I got a, I a little comment uh, from the last last podcast. I'm going to share that. You um, need some ice? Sure, boss. All right. Here, isn't that much? there's not much scotch? I'm going with the the skunky stuff because I'm in a bad mood after that fucking police situation this morning. Uh, I don't need, I don't need a. This is your ice cream. You don't need ice? No, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking some skunk water. This is definitely one of my favorites here.
2: What is it? It's lagavulin. Oh yeah, an island. Uh, what do you
0: call it? Lagavulin. Yeah, taste mine real quick. Yeah. Yep. No. But uh, yeah, so I'll fill you in. As a law-abiding citizen, I, I may have made a small infraction. Don't pull on the ice. Why? Because you know. yeah, I don't know how to drink scotch. Um. Oh. All right, let's pour Let's get going. I wanna I want to tell the story of the police. No. All right, there goes it all. That was my next half hours worth of scotch. Um, so uh <laughs> I thought you stick with the ice. Oh, yeah. So I'll fill I you mean. in what happened with the police this morning. So I'm already running a little late. I ran this morning, so you know, I, I run in the morning, I come back home, I take a cold shower. Um but you know, I'm still sweating. So, you know, by the time I leave, like I'm trying to get outside or I get some fresh air, get on the bike or I got some airflow, um, but I'm running late. I'm just covered in sweat. I'm trying to get out of the house. I got the helmet on because I don't want to put a face mask on. So the helmets, you know, I've spent on my head for fucking 10 minutes. Helmet's sweaty. I'm just in a bad mood, cruising down, uh, cruising down. I've been parking at the Javits center. So there's a new, uh, there's a new kind of parking area. There's some new streets. The Javits Center, James, is by Hudson Yards, which is an area in New York City that's recently developed. There's,
2: I don't know where the Javits Center is.
0: Yeah, but there's all the, the Hudson Yards area, all these new skyscraper buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think you'd get an apartment there for less than like $4 million. Uh, it's commercial. It's mixed use.
2: It million. used to be kind of a rougher area, and they've developed it a lot, right? Oh, it used to be a terribly rough area. Um,
0: but now there's no residential parking anywhere. However, there's two strips that are half of a block that allow for residential parking. It doesn't say residential parking, it just doesn't say commercial only parking. So for this area in um, in the Hudson Yards People Park, there's a decent number of motorcycles that have discovered this spot, um, but I'm sure when motorcyclists figure it out, there's gonna be no cars, there's gonna be all motorcycles. Uh, I've been parking there for the last few months. Uh, actually for, for a while, so much so that I parked in a different area And I walked to this area by mistake, and it was
2: like 10 minutes out of the way. But what is it, like uh, seven or eight blocks from Javits Center to you?
0: Yeah, well, it's four and a half avenues, which is probably, you know, uh, three-quarters of a mile or so. So, you know, I like it just because I have to walk past less homeless people is really the only reason I like it. Um, Because, you know, you walk by the, the homeless people it's fucking
2: dangerous. You're walking out of the helmet. Everybody's got something yeah, to say. Yeah, I'm
3: afraid up. of, like, uh, I was, uh, I always take the train. I normally take the A train, you know, which is like, literally at the corner of this. Uh,
2: Does uh, having on headphones or something help in terms of being able to ignore what's going on around you?
0: No. No, I mean, not really. People are just, the, the guys are fucking obnoxious. It, it's, it's not, it's not a cool situation. And you see a bunch of needles. Oh yeah, there's fucking needles everywhere.
3: everywhere. And yeah, and that's, one of the things I'm like
2: the most afraid of, uh, one of them was like
3: literally shooting heroin or whatever drug we normally do. No. What Outside of, the train station, like literally on the, on
2: the, stairs, sidewalk, yeah. right, on the so, Like One of the strategies I had when I, when I was taking classes at college at Charleston is I would park at the restaurant that I was working at. And it was about maybe a mile walk or so to class and I had to walk across the market and there's all these people, all these vendors or whatever like along the market that'll like try and like get you to come and see some of the stuff they're selling or whatever. And I yeah. got to go to class. I don't want to talk to anybody. So I would have a set of headphones on my ears, whether or not they were plugged in, didn't matter, but I'd have headphones on my ears. So that way I could just walk by and ignore everybody.
0: And it would, I mean, yeah, people will still yell at you, but like you can play ignorant. Yeah. You get the headphones on, Which is a good technique. So I always say, you just saw somebody shooting up in the subway and like, I think it's pretty ballsy to just be doing drugs out in the street. But really, they're doing it because cops aren't touching them right now. Cops aren't touching anybody. So you can do drugs in the fucking street. Cops aren't going to do anything, especially if you're a hobo.
1: Okay.
3: Um,
0: so, But I'll, I'll, I'll paint the picture. So basically, you've got these two short blocks. All right. So this one goes this way. This one goes this way. And this street, you, you look at this, and this street goes up and this street goes down.
2: So, I pulled Less in. interested in this and more interested in terms of how we get to the part where you have an interaction well, with the
0: police. The interaction is because I was going the wrong way on a one-way street.
2: Okay. So, if I go down this
0: street and there's no parking, I have to go out and like a mile around and come back down and, and try to do it again. So, if, I, if there's not a spot, you're kind of screwed. So, either way, I see a big open spot. There's like three bikes could fit in there, maybe four. I pull in and there's a homeless person laying on the street, not even on the sidewalk, on the street in a, uh, in a sleeping bag. So I do a U-turn. Now I'm going the wrong way down the one-way street. I come up and I pull into the next street going also the wrong way. But there's a huge construction zone. There's a huge construction zone. So there's like construction guys with stop signs and there's dump trucks. Um, it's not an active area. So I know I'm going the wrong way in the street. I, you know, like I, have, I have no problem getting a ticket you know, for going the wrong way in the street. I understand it's an infraction. So I pull down the street and the cops are there. The cops are always there. They see me drive the wrong way down the street when I leave half the time. They don't seem to have, you know, it, it's a non-issue really. There's bigger issues than somebody that drives 10 feet down into a wrong way street, which is what I was doing, literally. On there.
2: your motorcycle, right? On the motorcycle.
0: Um, but it's it's such a weird area. Like I understand if with regular flow of traffic, if the streets are open to traffic and people are, are there, but now it's just a bunch of homeless people, you know, shitting in between the cars basically. Which last night I went uh yes actually yesterday morning I went to park in a spot and it was between two cars. It was three feet wide, two and a half feet wide, and there was human shit in on the street. And I know some homeless person just like found the privacy. Bent down and took you know took a shit
2: yeah it's
0: it's getting disgusting so either way i pull onto the street about 10 feet in the street police car just rushes over and just gets like right up on top of me so and i i I, you know i go i nod my head and i go like this i know it's a one way so get off the bike cut the engine take my helmet off now i know as as you know if I was in the shoes of a police officer, I would want if I was pulling somebody over in a car, I'd want them to roll down the windows, cut the ignition, I want to see their hands as I walk up on the car. Yeah. I assume if I'm on a motorcycle, I don't want them to think I'm gonna run. So I take the helmet off, I put it on the mirror, and I cut the engine. Now the guy comes up and uh he uh, uh they, they kind of rush up on the bike and the one guy rips the key out of the ignition. The bike wasn't even on. But I'm like, okay. I understand that he doesn't want me to drive away. It's kind of a dick move. And I think it's overstepping is, you know what he can do, but I don't give him a hard time. let he see a white. Huh? Yeah. I think they were both white, maybe one white and light, light skinned Hispanic, but probably both white, like definitely both white skinned Um, and, uh, I say, I know guys, I know guys, I, w- I was going the wrong way. You know, it's my bad. Uh, and uh, he, he goes, you know, what, what were you doing? I said, well, there's a homeless guy on the street. I pulled on, you know, going the right way on the other street, went to pull into a spot, and there's a homeless guy laying on the street. You know, so what was I supposed He goes, it's not illegal to be homeless. I said, sure. I didn't say it was. I'm just saying, you know, the guy was sleeping on the street. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. And, he, and the guy starts getting this huge attitude. And I'm like, I'm like dude, I, like, I'm fine with taking a ticket. I totally get it. And he goes, uh, what do you say? Like. Uh, don't, you know, don't tell me how to do my job or, or something like that. I'm like, I just said I'm cool with getting the ticket. Like, I understand, uh, you know, I went the wrong way down the street. Like, I get it. And he goes, license and registration. So I put in my bag and I realized I I had taken my wallet out of my bag uh, for whatever reason. I went to put it in my pants pocket last night and uh, I didn't put it back in this morning because I was in a rush to get out of the house. Okay. So, so uh, I, I, you know, I don't have it on me. I can show you a picture of it. You can run it. I'm fine with that. It's a motorcycle license. It's not just a driver's license. And the guy, the other guy grabs my helmet off the bike and I go, what are you doing? And then he starts ripping the netting out of the helmet. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, and he goes, uh, I'm looking, I'm looking for documentation. And I'm like, I don't think you can do that, man. And they could just fucking like erupts. And these guys like, get up on top. It just, it felt overly aggressive to the fact that like, I was being cool with the situation. I was like, I know, yeah, I know it was my bad and there's a homeless guy, you know? And I'm like, I, I totally get it. Like I'm wrong. You can run my license. I'll give you the number. Um, but these guys got really fucking aggressive. Um, and, uh, then the guy starts going around my bike and like inspecting the bike And he's like, no rear marker. I'm like, what are you talking about rear marker? There's reflectors right here. He goes, well, you have to have a rider. I'm like, dude, the bike is three months old. It came like right off the showroom floor. Like, I literally ordered it online, and they just gave me the keys when I got there. Like, there's no modifications to the bike. And he's like, well, you got no rear marker. You got a license plate cover on here. I'm like, license plate? What are you talking about? And he goes, right here, that's illegal. I'm like, how's the license plate cover illegal? If it is, I didn't put it on. Write me the ticket for it. Then he goes, and you have your visor up. I'm like, I was parking the bike.
2: Um,
0: and I could Why tell, is
2: it like, illegal to have the visor up if you've got the helmet on?
0: So something could hit your eyes as you're driving, hit you in the eye, and then
2: you go, ah, ah and crash.
0: It's a safety issue is why you have to have the visor up. So, uh, but these guys are, like, getting – but it got to a certain point where I was like, fuck, like, I'm trying to be cool, and these guys are, like, goading me. So it's actually, oddly, the time dealership. Oddly the, oddly, the bike dealers should just call me now. But these guys, I feel like, are goading me into a fight. And I feel like they're trying to get, like, make this a fucking bigger issue. Um, and they go back to the car. I, I mean, I wish I, I, like, wrote this down shortly thereafter. Because I tried to record the conversation. I threw my, my phone on record in the back of the backpack. But you couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, they just make me sit there for, like, fucking ten minutes. In the meantime, a bunch of homeless people are like just in the park, like half of them have fucking shoes on. They're just like rolling around in the fucking dirt. There's nobody here. It's not residential yet. It's in the middle of a construction zone. This area is basically taped off. It just so happens that like there is parking. So I said to me, the guy, uh, finally they come back and he goes, all right, now move your bike or something like that. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I'm parking right here. And he goes, you can't park there. Um, I'm like, what do you mean that, you know, it, it, parking is allowed? And he goes, parking is not allowed 8, 8am 8 to 6pm. I'm like, but there's cars parked here. And he goes, no, th- you can see the streets are shut down for safer streets program or something like that. I don't I don't know what it is, but there's fucking drug users in the street. There's a man asleep fucking 15 feet away from me. So I'm just like safer streets. And, uh, and,
2: you know, ah, God. I'm looking but, at a map right now.
0: It may not even, these streets may not even be on Google Maps because they're brand new. But it's, it's, it's 35th, between 35th and 36th, between 10th Avenue and 11th Avenue.
2: Okay, I see it. So if you can see,
0: the one ways kind of point away from each other. You can't do a loop. And the only way to do it is to drive like four blocks up, eight blocks down, get on the highway, like circle around. The streets don't work together. You can't just do a loop.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you how that what works. About. So yeah, like either you're going up 10th. Well, you could go up 10th, take a left on 37th, and back down 11th. If those streets aren't shut down
0: right now for construction.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that. So yeah, so there's a lot of
0: so you know me driving 10 feet into the into the street you know to like find a parking spot. Isn't that big of it? An infraction there, so. Um, but but it it oddly felt like like it was going. If I complain more, it was just like guys, like what? Why are you? I I understood. I broke the law. I'm fully licensed. Like I live and work in this neighborhood for about a decade. You know the bike is registered. The bike's inspected. Like I get it. I you know I went the wrong way. But why is this a bigger issue? Um. And it just, it oddly became this fucking big issue. And I was so pissed because they wrote me like $300 for the tickets.
2: What were the tickets for? One way and. Uh, all right, so the one way we we, we all agree about.
0: Yeah, uh, like I'm, I'm down with that. And what's the other one here? And these are fucking big ass
2: tickets. Uh, failed to present license. So you can challenge that one.
0: I know, I know that. And he's like, if you keep talking, we're going to write you a ticket for the visor and for the reflector and something else.
2: I would fight. You could fight all of those except the one way, and you <laughs> but, uh, and, and you can fight the one way. I can uh, off stream. I can tell you how to fight all of these. Uh,
0: but uh, but it just it got. It, it, I was so mad because like these, there was just it was complete force, and completely
2: unnecessary. And Whatever. and you also know that they know that they're not going to be held accountable for it. Hmm.
0: But it just, it, a lot went through my head at that time because it's been a while since I've had really bad interactions with the police. Like, I've been hit. One time I was at a light. I was at a traffic light. It was snowing. It was 7 o'clock in the morning. Light turned green. The cop in front of me went in reverse. And he hit me. I was on the bike. And somehow his bumper, cl- like, locked down on, like, the front tire of my bike. Had we not been exactly perpendicular the bike would have tipped over and gone under the police car. And because there was fresh snow on the ground, I hit it and kept sliding back and I was beeping the horn. And I mean, this, this wasn't like a split second thing. This was like a six or seven second interaction, which. Everything with in- snow
2: happens in slow motion.
0: But, but in the moment it felt like it was like over the course of 25 seconds. But I'm, I'm telling you, it wasn't like a split second. It was like a six, seven second thing. He hits me, I'm beeping the horn and I see the guy checking his mirrors but I'm directly behind him, so he can't see me unless he checks his center mirror. Uh, and finally, I, was, I reached up and was hitting the back of the car because I was just locked in sliding backwards for maybe, you know, 8, 10 feet tops. Um, and these guys got out, and they are like, what were you doing? I was like, I was in fucking traffic, in traffic, and you guys just put your car in reverse. How does that even make sense? Um, but, of course, I didn't have a license at the time. So I was like, you guys are right.
3: <laughs> what is with you? Nothing, a license. Well, I had a driver's
0: license. You just didn't
2: have the motorcycle license. I didn't have a motorcycle
0: license. So my situation with the motorcycle license, I bought the bike in South Carolina. I bought a bike in South Carolina, mm-hmm. just as the laws were changing in South Carolina, that if you had a driver's license, you could drive a personal watercraft. You could drive a boat. You could drive a motorcycle. You could drive, a, you know, whatever. You could drive a tricycle in addition to a car. They changed so that the driver's license was just the car and you needed a personal watercraft license and a motorcycle license and you know, a boat license whatever else so I got it as that was happening they allowed me to register the bike or whatever but then I you know you needed to get this designation for whatever as a motorcycle then moved up to New York and when I registered and I switched over my license they just gave me a regular D license not DM and was for motorcycle um, and then in order to get a motorcycle license, you have to take the permit test, which I took, and then you have to show up to the test location with your own bike. But you cannot drive it if you're alone. If you have a bike permit, the way you practice on the bike is you drive with another licensed rider in the
3: back of your bike. No,
0: when they have to be within a half mile of you. Oh. Because in a car, you have to drive with another licensed driver, and they have to be <laughs> in the car with you. But it's more difficult to drive on a motorcycle with somebody sat the two hundred pound person sat on. Um, and so, um, but I never knew anyone else. So you can't, like I said, you can't just show up to the site location with your bike, um, because it's an automatic DQ. So you have to show up with another licensed rider, which I never knew anybody else who had a motorcycle license. Or you had to take a course, um, which cost money and I had to take time off of work and I never took the time off of work because I'm not about to do that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it took me a really long time. And then there were times where I'd be pulled over on the bike and you know what they would do and I found out I didn't have a driver's license is they would tow the bike um which was not cool i went down went on a date and they told them we got pulled over they basically blocked us in and they wouldn't let us drive away just towed the bike so we just cabbed it for the rest of the night mm. um yeah but that so so then after the whole situation happened they had pulled up right on top of my bike and there's no like reverse gear on the bike no you just pedal it Foot pedal. you have to waddle backwards right but i was like ready to park so there was and there wasn't much waddling space for me so um <laughs> he goes he goes like something along the lines like now you have to leave or something i'm like oh no i'm not going anywhere like I nowhere to go i'm going here and he goes don't tell me you're not going anywhere <laughs> drive away or something i'm like well yeah I'm gonna park here and you, you can't pr-. i'm like all right well then i have to go more in I have to continue to infract the law here and go more forward down the one way street. I need you guys to move. Um, so I can turn around. I, they wouldn't move. So I had to do this weird, like weird waddle. Wild-
2: well, yeah. And then, and then you drive 50 feet. And you get pulled over again for driving the wrong way. And, and, then I, and then I,
0: and then I, but I couldn't get around them like in the way I needed to, to turn the bike. Yeah. So I had to go more down the one way and then circle back around and you know, and and I basically said something along the lines of, "I have them, thanks for nothing," like, like you know, acknowledging the fact that like they didn't give me any space and they watched me do this fucking odd ass maneuver in the middle of the street, which you know, I just I don't understand where the dickish move came in, in, into
2: play. Like, so in yeah. thinking about this topic, there was one phrase that comes to mind, which doesn't particularly relate to your situation but i think it's just a good general phrase to think about when it comes to interactions with the police mm-hmm. which is when you only have a hammer everything looks like a nail okay
0: i like that i like that um <sighs> yeah but that's 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 where the you know for me uh police you know the side of that car says protect and serve mm-hmm. Well, I—it's more like just fucking detain and harass. Yeah, remember that time my car broke down? I the tire—the tire fell off my car, that and <laughs> the wheel fell off the car. Yep. Um, and went bounding down the street, and I—I I spent you know maybe two hours trying to find this fucking wheel.
2: I mean, this, yeah.
0: is, this is a sick fucking story.
2: No, I'm yeah, quite- no. It, well. Like, I remember that story because I had just started dating a chick, and that was her first interaction with you.
0: Which was what, particularly? Me coming home at, me jogging home in flip-flops and, and jeans at 3 o'clock in the morning?
2: I think it was more at, like, 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning when we were all awake. And I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is my roommate. And then you're like, I got a story for you.
0: Well, I had driven for roughly how long without breaks? would you say?
2: You were probably six or seven months. I think three months. but it, I don't the, know. It felt like a it, long time.
0: An insane amount of time driving with no brakes. And then, I mean, you remember the emergency brake did, like, the emergency, you could pull the emergency brake at 30 miles an hour and you wouldn't
2: notice. The, the emergency brake simulated the effect of a stiff headwind.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. No, I would say that. Like, you know, the wind, and you're like,
2: oh, I felt that. But we're still
0: <laughs> doing 60 miles an hour. And then there was... The brake just did this. The brake went. There was nothing. There was nothing with this brake. Yeah, the emergency
2: yeah. brake did something. The brake was really just kind of like a footrest. But I would <laughs> I would say if I was doing forty miles an hour and pulled the emergency
0: brake, I would probably coast over half a mile. As I said, stiff
2: headwind. <laughs> so. Uh,
0: <sighs> God.
2: So uh, yeah, engine braking was by far the most effective way to slow down the car. Because if you're in
0: fourth gear, you downshift to third gear and the yeah, the engine slows you down. Downshift to second gear and it slows you down even more.
2: And downshift oh, to first gear wasn't
0: an option. <laughs> the car the car did it didn't have a first gear. So I mean the car was just fucking either way. I fixed I fixed the brakes. I fixed the brakes in the driveway. And I took it out for a quick, like, I put, you know, I I'm like I think that's good. Let me put the tire back on. Oh, yeah. Play for hand. people who don't
2: know, to fix the brakes, you have to take the wheels off the, off the car.
0: Yeah. I mean, you need as much space to work underneath the vehicle. And I had to replace, like, I don't know, like, probably 12 feet of brake line. Because the brake line had blown. So, Maybe not that one. I don't know, but it, it, but it bends, and so it's a long, you know.
2: It, yeah, it, but not only did the brake line blow, but it also blew all over the discs, lubricating the discs.
0: Yeah, yeah, I and mean, that's what, yeah, so not, not a good situation with, with brakes. Um, and I took it out for a quick test drive. Now, I only, I imagine where my head was at when I popped the, the wheel back in the car, tightened the lug nuts by hand, and took it around the parking lot, was, let me just test it and see if there's brake pressure. But I must have been so happy with myself for having fixed the brakes that I drove it a little further, tested, you know, and popped it back in and started to clean up the mess that I made in the work area and forgotten that I had only hand tightened the lug nuts. I didn't, like, really, you know, clamp them down. So I just went on for the remainder of the week with a very loose wheel. I did not realize this. Now, five or six days later, the car is making this knocking
2: noise from the front. I don't know what it is. It made I'm knocking more, noises just generally. So it's it fit the, the description. Fun.
0: The car was, so a knocking noise, I was like, oh, it's not one thing, it's another. Not ever having any recollection sink up in my head that I never tightened the fucking wheel on the car. <laughs> so Saturday night, I've got a uh, you know, happy hour after work or something. So I had recently had a run-in with the law for drinking and being behind the wheel. Another story. But I, uh, <laughs> um, I you know, either way, I, I, went out for, I went out to the happy hour, I had like one and, a, and a, maybe two beers, because I wasn't, I wasn't drinking much and left. Before I, sh- I walked into the restaurant, I could hear the knocking and I'm out in the parking lot, getting the car up to like 10, 15 miles an hour, putting in neutral, no doors on, no top on the Jeep Wrangler, getting the car up to 10, 12 miles an hour, leaping out in motion, and then running alongside the car trying to listen to where the noise is coming from, because it only happened when it moved. <laughs> so imagine me in a giant, you know, uh, mall parking lot, <laughs> leaping out of the, the running car, and then running next to the car to listen, what noise is coming from this car? I couldn't figure it out, and I'd go i go inside. I had two beers. I leave, driving home. And I'm driving not fast, maybe, you know, 48, 50 in a, in a 50 or something like that. Not, not going fast. And uh, it's pretty fast. Well, I'm doing the speed limit, if not less, because I'm terrified of one getting it. Getting Where you were
2: out. driving was a 40-mile-an-hour zone. I wasn't driving
0: fast is the point. Yeah. All of a sudden, and I'm hearing not that, well, actually, before that, a group of, there must have been eight people in this car. They're all hammered. They drive by. They're hanging out the windows physically going, dude, your car's making noise. And I'm oh, like, shit. Like, I know this, but thank you for like solidifying the point that like my car is a piece of shit. That like some random other car speeds by me and just points it out. I, you know, it's like it's like being a, you know, 400-pound person and somebody drives by on their bicycle. Like, oh, my God, you're so bad. Like, it, thanks. I know. Um, it didn't make me feel any better about myself. Um, just kind of a dick move. All of a sudden, though, after these guys go by, I get another quarter mile of the, the road. Boom! The front, the front end of the car just digs down on the driver's side. I'm like fuck! And this, the top, the wheel had popped off. So the tire is with rubber. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of weight on it. As it popped off, shot up into the air. So no longer it was compressed. Yeah. No longer had the weight on it. Pops up into the air, and out of the the front of the car, as it's down like this because there's no tire on it, the, the metal rotor is riding along the concrete, and there's sparks flying up by me. And I'm doing, I'm doing uh, you know, 40, 40 miles
2: 40, 45 miles an hour, now wrenching. shooting up sparks. And now the Jeep's going slower, but the tire is not.
0: And I'm wrenching, you know, pushing on the brakes, which are now nice and caught, the brakes work. <laughs> but obviously, you know, one is not doing its job. And uh, I come to a stop, and I'm watching the tire just bound, now I'm broke. Obviously, I'm very broke because I fixed it. I drove three months with, with no brakes. And, uh, um, <laughs> and I fixed the brakes myself. So I'm broke, broke. And I'm watching the tire. I'm thinking the wheel itself costs about $150, $175. Bucks. Yeah. A new tire is going to cost me $150, $200. Bucks. So I, I'm not letting my, my sight let lose this fucking wheel going down the road. And it was bouncing, you know? like
2: bouncing. at 40, mi- 40, 45 miles an hour, 10 feet in the air. And there's a taxi,
0: not like a yellow cab that we have here, but like a South Carolina white taxi. And it's just coming at the fucking wheel. And he's not changing lanes. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I mean, I'm watching it. It's so a straight shot in a road. Watching it. Going, oh, my God. He doesn't fucking see it. And it's going right towards him. I'm like, fuck, it's going to land on the car. Yeah. It went right over the car. And that's about where I lost it because his headlights yeah. were illuminating it in front of it, and then so this was at night. Cause at night. It was eleven o'clock at night, and uh, then I'm like, "Fuck!" So I pull the car another you know, eleven feet into the center lane of the, the fucking highway, road, the highway, and uh, I go off and trek out for this fucking tire. And I got flip flops on and jeans on. And South Carolina, it's you know, it's, it's probably it's eighty degrees and and, and humid as shit. And, I, and I'm headed, headed up the street, and uh, I walk on one side, and I'm looking, because you ever lost a tire, like those things will fucking roll for a fucking miles. They just go and go and go. Um, I'm like looking, and then I come back on the other side of the street, and I don't see it. I'm like, fuck, where could this thing be? So I walk even further. I must've gone a mile up the street, nothing. I come back, and now I'm just like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know if the, like, what do you, I can't afford a tow truck. I don't have credit cards. I, I, you know, I have I have $108 in my bank account, and I got to pay rent in three weeks. Like, I don't, I didn't, I don't know what to do. So I'm not, I'm not going home without this fucking wheel. So I go up, and I actually, it wasn't that far up the street, it bumped into a fence. I finally found it. Third truck up, and now it's a Jeep tire. So, like oh that? Yeah, it's like 34 <laughs> inches. I mean, it's fucking huge. So yeah. I grab the tire, I hoist it up. myself. obviously it's dirty as fuck. I'm now covered. I might as well roll around in the fucking middle of the highway. Yeah, I got this fucking tire. I walk back. I put it in the back seat of the car. It Takes the whole back seat. It's a big. It's this fucking big. Uh, and you know how big the back seat in the Jeep Wrangler is. It's not that big, but it takes a whole fucking seat. And I'm like, now I gotta drive, I gotta drive the Jeep with, with three no wheels, front, with no front tire. And I'm like, well, I, you know, I, I toasted 55 feet. Like, so I just, <laughs> and it literally carves at a high speed. It didn't do much to the road except leave a street. Now it's literally carving like an inch into the asphalt. As I pull into a parking lot for like a chiropractic, it was like a gynecologist or something else. And And uh, the car is literally just sitting like, you know, like this. Um, and I'm like, okay, nothing I can do right now. I'll go home and, you know, it's late at night. It's, it's one o'clock in the morning or something now. So I write a note and I go, Minor uh mechanical issues, please do not tell me. I will fix this in the morning. I, I date it. I have a picture of that. It's on my Facebook thing.
2: Uh, Yeah, because I remember the next morning like my, my temporary girlfriend gets to meet you and this is how she gets to meet you is you telling the story of a of almost killing a taxi driver.
0: Like, I mean I hire called, called James hey. to pick me up at jail on a Sunday morning. So, well, so yeah, I'm like, the, I'm like, James, I I need you to drive me back to my car. And they're like, what happened? Well,
2: we'll we'll get back to that story. But I just remember, like, that was her introduction to you. And then she left. And you're like, can you take me to an auto parts store? Oh, yeah. And so we drove to an auto parts store, bought a fresh brake uh, rotor, and then just took off the old one that was ground down about three inches, just a flat spot on the rotor. Literally, it was like a
0: circle with the bottom just
2: cut off. Yep. And so uh, we just... To put a new rotor on, put the wheel back on, and uh, not good as new because the thing was a piece of trash, but well, it was, it was good drivable.
0: Before this thing fell off. But, that but just, yeah, no,
2: I remember when I had to pick you up from uh, Leeds Avenue, you went out one night, and normally you were back by, like, I don't know, two or three. I wake up, and he's not here. And normally, like, you would at least be back by the morning. It's now, like, two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I get a call, and you're like, uh, can you pick me up on Leeds Avenue? I'm like, yeah, I had a feeling that's where you were. So
0: I went to a, a party that a bunch of people
2: at uh, work went to.
0: And I had a couple drinks, but not a lot. So
2: I was driving home. This gym. was downtown. It was downtown. So I'm driving
0: home. And I'm in this lane. I don't know downtown that well. And I don't know the area. Where, so I'm in a lane. And the lane ends. So I just you know, I move over. Well, this and, was also
2: and, when your Jeep had no brakes,
0: and this is also when the Jeep had no
2: brakes. Actually,
0: so yeah, this is the time period before we fixed the before the fucking tire popped out the car. So I get pulled over, and uh, so they, he pulls me over, and he's like, "You know, what you did." I'm like, "I have no idea." He's like, "You crossed the line." I'm like, "Well, but I didn't. I was in the lane, and it's just and I, you know, you can't do that. It was a solid line." I'm like, "Well, yeah. really?" But well, you know, I got the doors off the car, you know, the top's on, but there's no windows. It's all open. So he goes, sir, have you been drinking? I'm like, yeah, I had two, maybe three drinks over the like, last few hours. Um, but you can give me a breathalyzer. I'm sure I'm fine. Yeah. And they're like, uh, we don't have a breathalyzer. We'll bring you to the station for that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, like, do you want to do a sobriety test? And I was kind of a, like, I was kind of a dick. Like, oh, I sorry. knew I wasn't drunk but I don't have a Southern accent. So they knew instantly, I'm a a ball-busting Yankee. And I'm like, give me a sobriety test. Like, I know I'm good. So I, you know, or give me the breathalyzer. I know I'm good. So they give me a sobriety test. And in my recollection, it went perfectly fine. I didn't feel drunk. Like, I feel like, I feel right now, you have a drink. uh, And it was also over, it was, you know, it was like, like five thirty PM we got there and I had maybe two or three drinks. Two, maybe three drinks. And it was now 9 o'clock at night. And so it wasn't like it wasn't like a, you know now I go out I don't have to drive anywhere, blah blah blah. Drink a punch. Um you I mean, take taxis in New York City. Drinking and driving is not an issue you think about when you live in New York City. Um, especially with Uber now. Oh you got yeah you got Uber, you got cabs, you got public transportation. Like drinking and driving is not something the Regular person that lives in, in New York City. I would City, recommend
3: people. you actually using public transportation when you're drunk. Well, a lot of things can happen.
0: But you're not getting a DWI. DWI is not your concern as a, as a New Yorker. Um, but uh, I did a sobriety test, and I think he asked me to do my fucking alphabet backwards, which.
2: No, the, I've, I've been through two sobriety tests. They don't ask you that question.
0: Uh, they were busting my balls. Oh. So they're, I mean, they were really busting my balls. I'm like, I don't know, Z, W, X, Z, Y, X, W. I don't know. Yeah. I can get to four. I'm like, if I really, but like either way, it's, it's not
3: happening easily. No. So, um, mean, so you're like, the sarcastic person that you so, are, so, the sarcastic answer that you normally give. Like yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was
0: being a dick because I didn't. Just like this morning, I was like, yeah, I, I like I, you know, my bad guy is a homeless guy. It's not illegal to be homeless. Well, I didn't say it, but he was, he was, he was sleeping in the street, and that's illegal, right? I'm like, yeah, I, 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 and the guy's like, I don't know, what you're, you're not why you're arguing. I'm, like, I'm not arguing. With you. I know, I, I know, I was going the wrong way. Like I have to like, take the thing. Don't tell me how to do my job. I, I just, I don't. We were that you, you were gonna write it. I was gonna take it. I don't. You know, I don't. So they do the sobriety test. I'm like, "Are we good?" Um, and he's like, "He's like, no, come with us." I'm like, "Did I fail the test?" I'm, I'm like, "Did I fail the test?" And they're like, "Come with us." I'm like, well, "Where are we going?" And they're like, "We don't. We're not answering your questions. You know, we're in charge." And they fucking handcuff me and start pushing me around. Like, I'll just go to. You have to push me. Like, I'll go to the car. And they're like pushing me. They fucking crush me in the back of the car. I was bigger. Was I big at the time?
2: I was, um, I think. Probably about the same size as you are now.
0: I'm way out of shape now. <laughs> Thanks. Yellow
2: I don't know. That this, we're talking about something that happened literally nine or ten years ago. Yeah, literally. No,
0: probably 2009 or 2008.
2: No, it was probably 2010. I, I left. It, was, it would have been like November of 2010. I didn't live in, in Charleston in 2010. Yes, you did.
0: Not in November. I moved to August 2010.
2: Then it was 2009. Yeah, it must have been. Um. A while back,
3: though. Uh, One of the things that people have to understand is like you don't fight the cops because they don't have the uh, the authority to put you like uh, or do anything in general. If they give you a ticket, just grab it. Don't don't fight with the cops. Don't be like, but I did this, but I didn't do this or whatever. Uh, in my case, personally, I've been here for five years almost now. I had two interactions with, with cops and the two of them were amazing. There was a time that I was completely drunk and I couldn't like request an Uber because I was drunk. And a cop literally went like, uh, I can order an Uber for you if you want to. So I was like, Great. He waited with me until the Uber got there and put me into the Uber and then you know, everything was fine. The other time was uh I was uh I was being friends with this guy and he was like listen if you put a brown bag on top of your drink, or like you know, to cover it, you can drink it anywhere, nothing will happen to you. Being the naive, naive person that I was literally three years ago, three or four years ago, I was like, Great, I want to grab a beer and just drink it in Times Square. So I'm drinking a like a tall boy, uh, I think it was Stella or something like that, and I was just drinking a beer in Times Square <laughs> back then when the police was found, still like, and you know, I'm drinking a beer and then a cop stops me and goes like, what are you doing? Is that alcohol? I was like, yes, but it has a brown vibe on top of it. And he was like, but that's illegal. And I was like, no, but a friend of mine told me. I mean, he's American. He's a white kid. He literally told me, if you put a brown bag on top of it, you will not get a ticket. And he was like,
0: oh my God. he's a
3: bad friend. He's not a good friend, and that's illegal. But, if you chuck it in five seconds, I will not give you a ticket. So I literally went like... Oh, God. So my interactions with cops were always like the best. I've never had a cop that was like, "Oh, you're you're nice, or not or whatever." Because I've heard people saying like, "Yeah, there are cops that are fucking assholes." Uh, and then someone told me as well, you don't fight a cop. If you want to fight a ticket, go to court and fight in court. You don't. Ooh, uh, yeah,
2: they're, yeah, they're right about that for sure. Well, yeah. but I was trying to be cooperative. No, uh, we're not saying you weren't. We're saying that in the cops all, that you were dealing spirit, with this morning were dicks. I'm,
3: there's a lot of people that just go get a DUI or whatever, and they go like, well, I'm not drunk. Or, I'm not doing this. or I didn't do that, and they're fighting a cop. It's like You don't need to fight the cop. You have to go to court and fight with the evidence that you have in court to the judge, not to the cop. The cop will give you whatever the fuck he wants to.
2: You just don't want to piss him off because, you know, he has a gun to with. What are with. What are you
0: holding in front of you?
2: Liquor bottle. For some reason, the camera gets all screwy. What are you, what are you, what are you drinking over there? Finishing off the bottle of Bacardi Black.
0: Ah, and that last year, a couple of, a couple of episodes was good. Yeah. Um, so um, just real quick, because I'm thinking about the time where the wheel fell off the car. Um, what, what happened to me with the police that time was as I had loaded the tire on the car, and I was like, all right, finally good to go. So sitting there, tires in the back car, I'm like writing a note. A police officer rocks up. She gets out of the car, and she goes, what seems to be the problem? And I was like, well, so we, we agree there's a problem here. Um, well, I'm like, as you can see, I'm having some mechanical issues with the car. Um, and she goes, license and registration. And I'm like, oh, protocol, insensitive, but protocol. So I give her, her stuff. She, ma- and the, she makes me wait, which, you know, presumably she's got her due diligence. She's got to do and make sure I'm not a criminal. And uh, she makes me wait for fucking ever, though, it feels like. And she's shining that big-ass spotlight right at me, um, like I'm going to run away or something. So I'm just sitting there waiting and chilling out. And uh, uh, she comes back, and she didn't write me a ticket. And then it starts pouring. And then she just drives away in the pouring rain. And I'm just like... What and I and that's what I, the first time I saw the side of the car that says protect and serve, and I'm just like, w-. You just wanted to see if I was a criminal and drove away when I wasn't. I only live fucking two miles away.
2: So, courtesy, professionalism, respect curl- is courtesy- the NYPD slogan.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I it's I there's different there are cops that are like for traffic things that are cops that
2: are uh, i've never had a lot of good interactions
0: with with the police like
2: have i ever told you the story of the time i got pulled over up in somerville south carolina Mm -hmm. this is i can make this pretty quick so i'm at a party it's a referee party and i'd had a pretty rough week so i I showed up with a six-pack there wasn't too much alcohol there i showed up at let's say eight Mm o'clock i showed up with a six-pack i'm the last person to leave the party i had finished the six-pack So that's five hours to drink six beers. I'm not drunk. Um, When I showed up, it was a new housing development. And so there wasn't any street parking available, but when I showed up there were probably seven or eight cars that were parked in an empty lot right next to this guy's house. So it was like a grass lot and there were a whole bunch of people parked there. So I parked there next to everybody else. I'm the last person to leave. I walk out of the house. I go to my car. Now, when I showed up to this party, I was dressed with a button-down shirt, very similar to the one that I'm wearing now, slacks, and I was wearing suede wingtip shoes. Okay. At the time, I was driving an Acura RSX, a two-door, uh, three-door hatchback. So I get in the car. I'm in a very residential neighborhood, probably speed limit of 25, stop, stop signs every intersection. So I start driving, and I'm doing under the speed limit in a 25 hit a stop sign, come to a complete stop, hit another stop sign, come to a complete stop. Now flashing lights behind me. I'm just like, I don't know what Like, do I have a brake light out or something? And so the cop comes up and he's like, what are you doing here? I was like, "I was a, a get together for some referees or whatever, like I'm leaving. He's like, why were you parked in that, in that grassy lot? And I was like, well, there wasn't parking on the street available when I got here. He says, well, we've had some reports of people like doing donuts and stuff. And like, in the fields next to this development or whatever. I said, look at my car. First of all, no grass stains, no mud, no nothing. Second of all, it's an RSX. Like if you were to try and do that, it would just get stuck. Third, look at the way that I'm dressed. (laughs) and, And so they end up going, I end up having to go through a full sobriety test. And Like, I passed it, and then they say, we're going to search your car, and I said, I don't give you guys permission to do that. They do it anyways, and they find, like, some small speck of green in the car, and they're (laughs) like, why do you have pot in the car? And I said, I I I don't. And they're like, well, this is pot, and I said, no, it's probably not. And they're like, oh, okay. It's fucking grass. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. That's what it was. But they're like, why do you have pot in the car? I, I don't. And so after this whole thing, they waste like 30 minutes of my time trying to find something to get me on. And at the end of it, I was so pissed. But I was like, you know what? I've got two choices right now. I can either just drive away and be pissed or I can talk myself into a ticket.
1: Well, exactly.
0: I, that's, and that's where I left. I, you know, I felt there had been some injustice served, served upon me. And, uh, you know, I had to just give up, you know. And Do you I
3: think that if you were black, would you have of away with it? Well, so,
0: so. But
2: if you was black, it would have been way worse.
0: But somebody brought a really good point up to me. And it actually made me so much less mad today was that the police. And I mean, I watch it happen all the time. Police officers lately have been very lax with the homeless population. And because there's not much they can do and the homeless population is literally taking over and they don't they don't even know how to fight it during normal times. And also for black and brown people, they, they are very non-interactive because they're really, you know, they're not exactly sure how to assert themselves and they don't want to do anything wrong. So I'm a prime target for them right now because they can take it all out on me, which I actually believe like led to the, like, I was trying to be totally cool when they came up. Like, oh, I was a homeless person. It's not illegal to be homeless. Like, oh, no. he didn't say it was. I was like, he was on the street. He was waiting. He was in the spot. I, just, I didn't want to run him over. I, you know, I, I you know, I understand I was going the wrong way. You can write me the ticket. Like, but he got so mad when I was like, there's a homeless person. You know, and, and that's where he started off in the wrong forward. I was like, you know, there's a homeless person. And he just fucking blew up on me. And well, I was like, I don't... why are you getting so aggressive with me when, like, I'm here to take the ticket. Like, bend me over, man. So, i don't care so, if the homeless people watch let me let me unzip myself you know like
2: yeah well, what one of the theories that i've had when 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 something like that happens is that what's up, james? Who, what
0: sorry other james
2: oh what, what when something like that happens is that there has to be something else going on in their lives that's provoking that kind of reaction
0: well, and but clearly there's like Everything that's going on right now is is it's provoking not the police. For everyone, but
3: then again, that's the reason why you go to a training uh, but, session to become a cop. But you that's where you become a cop out of nowhere. You just don't be like, I want to be a cop. And they go, like, Here, here's your plaque, here's a pistol, go out there and you know. But be that's a where a lot of things are uh, happening right now
0: that the cops are not well trained for. Racial injustice is happening. But just the the fact that that it got so fucking elevated that I actually, I was like, fuck, if I keep talking, it's going to get physical. It's going to get physical. And I'm just trying to be a friendly guy, understanding that I broke the law. And I went into that, like, I I got pulled over last October. And he pulled me over. I'm like, hello, officer. Uh, You know, can I ask what happened? And he goes. You just cut me off right there. You didn't say, go, "Oh man, I'm so sorry." Don't call me man. And I'm like, I didn't mean it like that. He's not like, oh man. <laughs> He's like I'm not your man. I'm like, I, but I.
2: Dude, it's a common. It's a common phrase. Relax. But it, it was just like instantly, boom.
0: I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. Like one, I'm going twice as fast. Yeah, as I cut you off. But two, I didn't. You like, as somebody on the road, like I look for police cars. Um but yeah that's you know i am gonna go back to uh gonna go back to some comments here. Why do we look so pretty in this in this one?
2: Yeah. Oh, all right, what's well, the, what look, are the comments? What are the people? Well, saying? We look really pretty in this one.
0: But I want to go to the comments real quick. Um anybody who's had some some issues with the cops, um, cops be really annoying. Cops are trying to find something wrong. Uh Rodolfo, sorry mr. missed your DM. Shoot me another one. I promise you I'll get back to you. Um but uh but really, somebody shared with me what happened with them, the cops. You've had some good experiences. I got
3: amazing experiences. And this was before Black Lives Matter or Brown Lives Matter, No, well, no, yeah. Uh, it's, but uh, I had like, and then again, what I've been told from other people is like, you don't fight the cops because if you piss a cop, you have to understand that they have a gun and you don't have a gun. So you don't piss them. If you want to fight a case, you go to court and you present the evidence if you think that you were right at that moment. But if you know that you fucked up, then you just fucking shut up and go to court, pay your, you know, your ticket, and that's it. I've never driven in New York, uh, so I've never had a DUI or any of those things, Uh, but my two interactions with cops were amazing. So for me, it's like, great. Uh, Then again, knowing how sarcastic he is, and knowing the way that he normally answers, like I understand why the cop might have taken I mean,
0: are, like, they're reacting in that split second, and and I'm trying to be personable and understanding of the situation. They were reacting instantly to the way it 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 made them feel.
2: Yeah, uh, and and that'll happen sometimes. I'm not saying that it's good. Like it, it's yeah. Sometimes you'll have decent interactions with cops. Sometimes you'll have times where they blow up on you, and you're like, I don't even know what happened here, man. <laughs>
0: Um, let me share you real quick just somebody's comment on on free money is good, right? Uh, UBI explain universal basic income. Oh yeah, let's talk. Um, about. Universal basic income dignity, life for everyone, unconditional income for all. Artificial intelligence is definitely the future of the world. AI will drive the economy tomorrow. Basic income is human right. I don't think basic
3: income is human right. It is
0: not.
3: And the reason why I'm saying this is because now that I'm working in real estate, and I know more people and more people and more people keep. I didn't know how many people live with vouchers in New York, and I understand it's expensive. But if you give, I told one of these guys, and I was like, "Hey, uh, listen, I can find you an apartment. Can you tell me what's your, the max that you can afford?" you was like, "Yeah, but I don't want to lose my voucher." I was like,
2: "Voucher for what?"
3: For rent.
0: rent. And, and the issue is, is as real estate agents, we want to help. As good people, we That's want, to help people. We we want to help people with vouchers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to go as PC. Obviously, we're, we're being recorded, but I also want to go as truthful and honest as possible. We work in Manhattan, one of the most expensive cities in the world. And the vouchers don't cover very much. So if you're on rental assistance, if somebody's like, hey, I'm going to buy you lunch, you don't have to pay at all. And I know you're hungry. I'm not gonna go to fucking Keene's Steakhouse or Peter Lewis Steakhouse or, I'm not going to a steakhouse. So if you've got rental assistance and you're hitting up a Manhattan broker, I'm not saying, I'm not saying people with lower income don't deserve to live in Manhattan. I'm just saying what is being offered to them can't quite afford it. And in certain circumstances I can, I'm happy to do those deals where and when I can,
2: but, but why not live in like the Bronx or Brooklyn or and which, Queens. I'm not, which I'm not a broker for
0: those areas. So typically somebody is like, Oh, I need have a two bedroom voucher. It covers 1000. And I'm like, I'll stop you right there. I don't have two bedrooms really for under the 2000 mark. I just, I, you know, I'll, I'll stop you right there. If you want to send me the paperwork, I can put you in the system. And if something pops up, it will alert both of us. You'll get an email. I'll get an email. We can maybe arrange a viewing, but you know, you're, again and I'm not, I'm not saying people in batches don't deserve to live in manhattan i i, I want to make that really clear i'm just saying that manhattan costs the most so when we're looking at covering the cost of that you know and i don't think i i don't think manhattan should be for the elite and wealthy and all the poor people should live in the other outer boroughs to serve them like I don't, you know, Astoria
3: is is expensive. Astoria, I think, is even more expensive than Manhattan.
0: But yeah, but there's decent, uh, affordable housing in Manhattan. But you know, the vouchers just give such a bullshit low amount.
3: Yeah, and that's the reason why. Because I've asked these people, like, uh, we there are no units uh, available for vouchers at this point. But if something happens, I'll let you know. However, if I find you an apartment that is affordable for you. How, what's your max? And they were like, no, I'm, I'm I am making money. I'm making like I don't know uh, four thousand a month. And I was like, sure. Now uh, if I get you a fifteen hundred dollars uh, studio, what you do? And it's like, yeah, but then again, I'll lose my voucher, and I don't want to lose my voucher. It was like, but, you know, you'll be paying by yourself. Like it'll and be a lot, a lot wanna, people, and pay. they go like, no, but I, I want I want to save that money and get that money and use the voucher. And so the, the problem is that there's a lot of people when you give them free money, ninety well, 90% working off of the books. People. Yeah, exactly. If they if
0: they're if they're making yeah. that money, yeah. that's off the books.
3: Exactly. And then most of people will be like if you do universal income, they'll be like, Okay, like what happened with this pandemic? You got six hundred dollars on top of your uh you know, unemployment.
1: Uh they were like, Fuck it, and I'm just can travel, go out there, have fun, why do
3: I need to work? Some of them were making less than a $1,000 a week before this pandemic, and with this, uh, you know, uh, extra income that they're having, they're just going, like, I don't need to go to work. I can, I'm making more money out of, you know, these programs are helping me, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um,
0: Definitely tricky territory. It is, it is, it the, is the cops and and different programs, universal basic income. They're just, you know, nothing's perfect. I just I feel like a lot of times cops don't really think and they have to be reactive, you know, I, I get it, I get it, but there's just a lot of I'm I think, you know, putting your knee on somebody's head or neck like obviously completely unacceptable so, but, yes. but when you're not checking yourself because you think you're above the law
3: you're not even realizing there's anything wrong with what you're doing because you're because you're not checking yourself and then again if you give power to any person even to the most novelist person in the world power will corrupt. that that's all. well
0: there's i mean that's that's generally how it goes we'll run out of time over here we'll reconnect in the second um, but yeah, they say you know, like look at all the these different movies. Like you get this sword and then you're if You get the fucking crystal and then you get you, you corrupted. You know, like, uh, or like Lord of the Rings. Didn't the ring person have? Didn't the ring person in Lord of the Rings have like bad power or something? No,
2: um, not really. Um,
3: it just corrupted him into a. Lot
0: of- no,
2: no. It's yeah. It's just the the being that physically close to the ring and experiencing the, the ring's power by itself is corrupting and just him being exposed to it. Even that little bit started to corrupt him. And it was only that like he had such a strong character that he was able to kind of like fight and resist it as long as he did. Such a strong
0: character. Well, you know, sometimes that maybe that's what it takes. Such a strong character. Uh, you just said cops have lots of stuff going on we don't know about that they have to bring to work. Yes, exactly. But that's part of the job. Well,
2: right. like, everyone has stuff that they've got going on that they, they bring to the job and you have to yeah. be able to deal with that. And if you can't deal with that, then take a day off.
3: Yeah, or but, do
0: a different job.
3: Yeah, Or just a yeah,
2: or do a different so, job.
3: Yeah. And understand that there's a place for everything. Uh, you go home and you don't bring your problems from work to home. You talk to your partner. Well and you sometimes go, you do, but that's yeah, an so you, issue. You gotta a, recognize it. Yeah, you talk to your partner and be like, Listen, I had a horrible day. Let me just cry on your legs and you know, don't ask me why I just got a horrible day. The same way that if you had an amazing day, you go you go home and you go like, Okay, let's pop a bottle of champagne and you know, celebrate. That that's how a, a mature person thinks. However, a bunch of people here in New York in general, or
0: just in, in general, general. In general. He, yeah. So they, don't, don't not, they don't know thinking. how to talk. They don't
3: know how to express what they're feeling, and so they keep it inside, and it builds up. It builds up. It builds up. And at some point, there's someone out there that did something like something minor, something stupid, and they just blew up with that person, you know. And that, that might actually be what happened to you today. That yeah, I mean, maybe, but but it, but it
0: was definitely both of them, and it was definitely, it was definitely. You
3: might have ED and.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, maybe it's it's possible, maybe, you know, but, but it just, it escalated really quick and it just, it turned me on to a lot of shit that's going on and I've never had a good, I've never had a good relationship with the cops, even when, when, when I, when we lived upstate and Scott and I would do work on a car and take the cars for test drives or we'd go off-roading, which was illegally shit, we were just kids, but we got locked up. I remember being, Handcuffed to a fucking thing on the wall, you, and it was too, it was, um, uh, it was too high up so you couldn't sit comfortably, but then it was too low that you couldn't stand. The chair was just the chair was at an uncomfortable height, and we, and we were locked to the fucking wall, and we were in there for fucking hours, um, you know, and like the, you know, I've been to court fucking gazillions of times where where you know I'm a defendant for whatever traffic infraction or. You know, back when we used to jeep, we used to just go, you know, follow trails. You see a trail on the side of the road and you follow it, because it's a fucking trail. It's not like a road. It's not got a street sign. You follow it, and then, oh, you find out well, where you are. By like shit, you know, like a backtracking option. We just went off-roading through the fucking mountain, which we basically grew up in the mountains. So, like a very common thing. But, uh... <clears throat> I don't know. What, what do I feel that I learned today? What, what do you feel you learned from today? It not I don't think I learned. No, I, th- I don't think I learned anything. I don't think I learned anything. Um, I don't know how I would have dealt with the situation better because I was trying to be friendly right off the bat and like You know, admit that I was wrong. And when the guy fucking grabbed my helmet, and started tearing the fucking shit out of it, and I was just like, "What the fuck is going on, man?" But I told you I have a motorcycle driver's license you can look me up i can show you a picture of it like i don't i know the fucking numbers of my driver's license by heart you know take the time and look it up i'm not going to argue with you you have the key um you know i uh and
2: and you have 24 hours to be able to prove that i'm running that how do you where do i how do i
0: pull that off in 24 hours
2: well, at this point, you don't do anything. You just show up to court and say, here's my driver's license. I want, the, I, I want to dismiss this ticket. You plead not guilty to everything. Yeah,
0: well, I'm going to take these fucking so tickets
2: home. Yeah. yeah I mean, you plead not guilty to everything, but and, and you'll have limited success, but you're going to have most success with some of these things. But you plead not guilty to literally every single part of it. Yeah. Now, as I said, I can talk you through how to do this, because I got really good at this when I was in New York.
0: Yeah. Uh, cool we, uh, we will talk after that you know i wish we had a little more feedback uh and some social injustices uh from the fucking police but but it, i guess you know there's a lot of people especially who've been watching who maybe not have experienced that
2: um yeah they're not the degenerates that you and i are well.
3: uh and then again you cannot do anything on the homeless if you put a homeless person in jail you have to what are you just, do? Yeah, they don't
2: have. Yeah, you're improving their situation, honestly. Yeah,
3: exactly. What you, what They're basically know? consuming, uh, you know, space. They're using space. Or,
0: but the know. fact,
2: the fact that I was in this situation,
0: you know, not that I'm dressed super nicely. You're an easy target. But, but easy I'm an easy target. target, and I'm literally, like, literally, we're talking homeless people are standing next seven feet, like, just watching the interaction. Next. And there's next. people. There's. There's people driving up and down the sidewalks on their bicycles, like, riding on, on a sidewalk with your bicycle, also illegal. Like, what, you know, I'm on a, a, a street that's shut down because of construction, parking, you know, in effectively a legal parking spot. It, I mean, it's the, the signage makes it legal. Um, and there's 20 cars there, 20 vehicles there. Um, you know, just just doesn't, it just every time I have an interaction with the police, I'm just like, fuck this. Like, this is bad. And today was, was another example of that. Um,
3: but according to the things that have happened to you before and you know all of these things, have you actually you know, considered that you might be saying something they shouldn't be saying or might be behaving in a way they shouldn't be behaving? Like, for example, if a cop stops me, I just, can do whatever you asked me to do. Well, that's what
0: I thought I was doing this morning. Yeah. I took the helmet off. I took the. I turned the key. I you know, I actually took my backpack off. I set it on the bike. I waited for them to come up. And he's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, there's a homeless guy." Right. And he's like, "It's not illegal to be homeless." I, was like, I just just explaining what I was doing. I didn't say it was illegal to be homeless. Just explaining you the situation, the series of events that just fucking happened. Um, but it just it just fucking went south. Hey, just being a bad day for him. Well, it was a bad day for me, you know, and 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 that's the issue that we have with cops. I, I don't give a shit if if your fucking dick doesn't work at home. At the end of the day, your job is to fucking protect and serve and, and keep the peace. And us not have to fucking walk out the door. I go the wrong way down a shut down street, and and almost have a physical alteration altercation where we have a, a physical alteration. We're going to need to we're going to need to adjust the length of that. Um... <laughs> But uh, but then we walk out of the street and there's fucking needles in the street and people fucking could hey, to beat you up. Yeah. You know, like, that's not, that's not cool. And that's, you know, the the, the homeless issue, the drug issue.
3: Um, like, I still understand. I mean, we're in a crisis. I don't have money. I bet the homeless have less money
0: than I do. And yet they have money to get out of drugs. Yeah, well, that's what, you know, when it comes to people fucking selling apartments, you know. Person on drugs doesn't say, ah, oh, you know, I'm broke today. I think I'm not going to do drugs. Yeah, you know, but but people here can't close deals. Come on. Man. Come on. I think I would have a lot harder time trying to find drugs than I would trying to rent somebody out of or, or, you know, get, get a sales listing. Come on. Jesus. Just saying. Um, uh, so, mean you're going to have to rewatch this. I'm sorry. We're just wrapping up. Um, so, sorry, guys, but we're going to take off. James, anything you wanted to add?
2: No, um, I I, mean, I get your experience with with cops and whatnot because it, it yeah, there's some times where you just don't understand why they're being so aggressive with you, and all you're trying to do is just answer their questions, and they 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 immediately assume like you're a Pablo Escobar level kingpin that they just that they just managed to take down. Yeah, yeah,
0: and 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 I'm not saying I have the worst. There. I'm 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 just saying you know there are issues that need to fucking be dealt with. Nobody else seemed to chime in this time, you know, about other issues, especially race-related issues. But uh,
3: but there is some major, uh, major... I think this should, this should be just better training before they, uh, they can actually, you know, be a cop, especially in the U.S. where you get a gun, and, you know, you can use tasers, guns, and whatever, all of those things. For example, in Spain, for you to be a cop, you need to finish your bachelor's degree, and then you have uh, 24 months of training, and then you can become a cop. Yeah. Here you don't do that. Here's like I think it's six
2: months. Six weeks? It, no, 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 It's not even six months.
3: Yeah, six weeks or six something along those. Six I looked
2: months at becoming. Eight. I looked at becoming
0: a cop when when we were in South Carolina. Really?
3: Yeah. I, I don't remember. That. I go out with him because every time that I go out with him, it's like, yeah, at a cop. Yeah, and, and, and half the time people think I'm a cop, so. Uh, <laughs> we have a funny story. We should this discuss about, like, private. We're not going to talk about that. Private.
0: But I did walk down the block a couple weeks ago, and I uh, was meeting somebody around the corner. Scott, Scott was in town, got of the train. I was going to go catch up with him, bring, bring him back over here. And I'm walking down the street on the phone. This guy goes, white boy's a cop. And I'm like, oh. and he goes, kill him. Let's kill him. And these guys started coming after me, and they're like, "White boy's a cop, kill him!" And I was like, oh, "I just, I just kind of jogged out of the out of the area." They were a little ways behind me, so they gave up chase, and and that was that. But you know, I don't know.
2: Uh, New York City sounds nuts right now, man. Uh, mm-hmm. it's
0: it's just you know you get the homeless people, you get the people. rebels removed, just... and now there's the rebels, fucking no rebels, which which I think is. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, Rebels, were the, rebels were the scooters.
2: Uh, yeah, we already talked about, like, three weeks ago. Yeah, and, uh, like... Um, it could be California. My brother, who lives in Sacramento, said that um, around this time last night, he walked outside and there was just, like, ash coming out of the sky. Well,
0: that's
3: fucking wild. Uh, they're, that's they're having wild. wildfires right now.
2: I, but,
0: I, you know, I just, I don't know. Maybe I need to fucking live on a island.
3: And like have friends over sometimes. A
0: lot of my friends don't get along. So. Like,
2: I, I don't know. Rewatch the movie Castaway. Well, I,
0: I don't want to be any more myself. I want a little more infrastructure.
2: You could have Wilson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Balls don't do much for me, James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, I'm out of here. Um, James, I'll catch up with you uh, catch next up- Tuesday. Next Tuesday, I will see you next Tuesday.
3: What should
0: we do? We'll talk for next Tuesday? I will talk about it. We'll talk about it soon. we will right, we'll see what happens. See at the events. Adios.
1: See ya. Thank you for watching this. But did you still not comment? Did you still not like this video? Did you not subscribe? You not subscribed to this channel? Come on. We're new. We need your subscription. We need you to like it. It really helps us out. And uh, we're enjoying this. And if you got this far, I assume to a degree, you're enjoying it. So, up a brother out, please. And uh, you know, if you liked what we talked about, or if you wanted to add something, please include in the comments. I really want to hear uh, your story. All
2: right. Have a good
1: one.